Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. Okay, so we're talking about tapping today, the tapping solution. I'm talking to Nick Ortner. So, hey, Nick, thanks for joining me. Hey, Ari, it's a pleasure. How are you, man? I am doing very, very well, thank you. And uh, it's I've been we've, this has been in the in the making for a long time. Obviously, we met quite a while ago now, and finally able to make this happen. I'm so excited to talk to you because I'm fascinated by what you do, honestly. Um, so. Maybe some people who are listening have heard of uh, the tapping solution. It's pretty widespread, I'd say, at this point. But for those uninitiated, what what is what's tapping all about? Yeah, absolutely. Tapping uh, EFT is another name for it. Emotional freedom techniques. Uh, our brand is the tapping solution, and we call it tapping because we are literally tapping on endpoints of meridians of our body while saying certain statements, while focusing on the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm really whatever challenge we're facing in our lives. And what the latest research is showing, this, you know, this technique's been around over 30 years now, but we're just starting in the last five years or so to get some hard, hard research on it. And it's showing that when we tap on these endpoints of meridians, uh, we send a calming signal to the amygdala in the brain. A lot of your listeners will know that the amygdala is that fight or flight response center. It's the part of us that fires when we get stressed. So when we do this tapping, we send a calming signal to the amygdala. In essence, rewiring the brain, letting the brain, the body, the nervous system let go of that stress, that anxiety, the anger, and, and whatever's holding us back in our lives. Yeah. So obviously extremely powerful stuff. And at the same time, right, you must have people who think that this is crazy. It can't be this simple or like this can't work. Ari, I think it's crazy every morning that I wake up and that I realize that I've built a whole business and a whole life and that my mission in the world is to spread this technique because we're, we're doing what? Like, why are we hitting ourselves, you know? Um, yeah, it, it is crazy until you have an experience. Here's the thing. I've been doing this now since 2003 personally, so, you know, 15 years in my life. And literally every time I use it, I'm still surprised it works. I'm just surprised because... Oftentimes, the shifts are so profound, right? So you go from a moment of being stressed and overwhelmed and, you know, it feels like your challenges are insurmountable or you're angry or anxious. And if you can find that space in that moment to do the tapping, five minutes later, 10 minutes later, it's gone. It's like you have this distance from it. You have this clarity. You find solutions. As I said, the last couple of years of research, is, especially when it comes to the amygdala, now that we're finding out this is what's happening it's starting to make more sense to me. Like I always knew it worked, but I didn't know why. There was a lot of stuff about energy and meridians and maybe all that's true. But when we got to the amygdala part and I was like, okay, so this is crazy as it seems, calming the amygdala, telling the body it's safe, turning off that fight or flight response. That makes sense. And Ari, I'm sure you're seeing, you know, in business more than ever, mindfulness, meditation, uh, calming the body. People are recognizing that, hey, these things really matter when it comes to productivity. We're starting to turn the corner. At, you know, it used to be that like, okay, you got to be crazy and hurried and busy and angry and powerful and anxious and all these negative, you know, male-dominated emotions to be successful in business. And now we're saying, you know what? When your brain isn't online, when you're anxious, when you're firing that amygdala, 
the blood's flowing away from your brain into your arms and legs. It's flowing away from your digestion into your arms and legs to fight, to flee. And from that place, we don't make good choices. We don't have creativity. And we all know it intuitively, right? Like if I ask people, hey, when do you get your best ideas? When do you, uh, when do you really create what you want in your life? They'll say things like, oh, going for a walk in nature, taking a bath, meditating, all these relaxing activities. You never hear, well, I had the craziest day of my life. I was anxious, angry, overwhelmed. And then at two o'clock that afternoon, I had the most brilliant idea right? It, does, it doesn't happen because when we're fighting, when we're fleeing, we don't have our resources online. So the tapping is getting to that place as crazy as it seems. So th this is, this is going to be a loaded question, but it's because I want, I want to get the full side of this, this particular answer is how much does this support emotional, psychological versus physical? And I say it's loaded because obviously they're related, but right. So other than using this for, I mean, because on the website and in the meditation stuff, there's for autoimmune stuff. And as you mentioned, digestive weight loss, right? So a lot of people do see those as purely physical things, which makes no sense, obviously. Yeah, no, it's a great question. Uh, it, you know, um, so pain relief as a good example. Uh, I wrote my second book on pain relief. I was actually going over a, um, an application for a government grant that we're filing. It's a long 20-page grant about pain relief and our new tapping solution app, which I can mention later, because tapping works so well for pain relief. And again, you go like, what? But people have this paradigm like, okay, pain means that there's something wrong, there's something physically wrong with the body, and the only intervention that we can take for it is taking a pill, right? We've somehow, like, we accept that a white pill that we swallow, and then the little molecules go to that place, and that's the only thing that works. But we're finding time and again, that when the body is in that stress response, when it's anxious, when it's overwhelmed, first off, it doesn't have the ability to heal. Like if you are anxious, if you're angry, if you're stressed out, your body is focused on that. Its resources are going away from digestion to the arms and legs to fight, to flee. And it's a positive mechanism. Like we've had, we've evolved that for a good reason. When we can bring the body into that calm state, into that healing state. That's when things like pain relief and autoimmune issues and weight loss, that's when that takes care of itself. You know, when you look at weight loss, cortisol, the stress hormone is a massively implicated. Again, the data is coming out more and more every single day. Stress equals weight gain. So we can lower the stress levels in our body. We can lower cortisol and tapping has been We've done research with cortisol, with saliva, showing before and after tapping, like the data's there. We can lower cortisol in our body. We're going to lose weight on top of all the other things too. You know, it's not, people oftentimes too, when they find a new thing, whatever it is, tend to go, oh, so you just have to tap and that's it, right? Or you just have to meditate and that's it. Or you just have to exercise and that's it. Or you just have to eat this way and that's it. No, it's, you know, it's an integrative approach. So if you exercise and you have Domino's pizza for, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're not going to lose weight. If you eat great food but never move, you're not going to lose weight. So I consider tapping as one of the tools that you bring into your life that you stack together with other healthy habits that helps you create other healthy habits and implement other healthy habits. And all together, that's what creates change. So what does it look like for somebody who's never done this before, right? What, what is, what is you know, the first tapping session look like? Yeah. So you pick a thing that's bothering you. You pick a thing you're stressed out about, you're anxious about, you're angry about. 
most people, I call it the most pressing issue. Most people have something, right? That whether it be a relationship, you know, we have those instances. Somebody said something to us a week ago and we just can't stop thinking about it. Or someone said something to us 10 years ago and we're holding on to it. So we know these things that we can't seem to let go, but we want to. So you pick that thing. So let's say you're just, you're anxious. You have a project coming up. You're anxious about the world, politics, whatever it is. You pick that thing and you give it a number on a scale of zero to 10. We rate it because oftentimes the change can be so dramatic that if we don't rate it, we, we think, oh, we were fine. So we give it a number and then let's say anxious or let's say you have pain in your body. And Ari, do you want to just go through a round so people can experience it at home? Absolutely. That would be great. Okay. So pick your thing. Go ahead and let's do this actively together. Whatever it is, pain in your body, you're anxious, you're angry, you're overwhelmed, you're just stressed out. Try to be specific. You don't want to say, my whole life is stressful. Try to be specific as to what it is that you want to release. Give it a number of intensity on a scale of 0 to 10. Then we're going to tap. I'll describe the points to you. It'll be easy. Don't worry about it. getting it perfect or right the first time. You'll pick it up. We want to start by tapping on the side of the hand. It's called the karate chop point. It's below the pinky on the outside of the hand. So we call it the karate chop point. You'll see a karate person use the outside of the hand. You take four fingers of one hand, tap on the other side of the hand. And you just keep tapping gently and then repeat after me, either in your mind or out loud. And I'm going to use very general language here, just so it fits for everyone. So you just say, even though I'm stressed about this issue, I choose to relax now. We're going to do that two more times, staying on the side of the hand, focusing on your issue, thinking about it, feeling it, again, on the side of the hand, even though I feel the stress in my body, it's safe to let it go. And one more time, still on the side of the hand, even though I'm holding on so tight, I choose to relax now. Now we tap through the points. I'll describe them to you. The first point is the eyebrow point. It's on the inside of the eyebrow, right where the hair ends, and it meets the nose. You can do two fingers of one hand on the other hand or both sides. These meridians we're working with run down both sides of the body, so whatever's comfortable. And you're just tapping gently, and I want you to just think about this issue. So if, you're, if you have pain in your body, feel it. If you're angry about something, just think about it. If you're anxious... Just feel it. Think about it. What are you anxious about? What is bothering you? We're just, what we're doing in this moment is firing these thoughts, these thoughts that are running anyway, and we're sending that counteracting signal to the amygdala. And we move to the side of the eye, next to the eye, not at the temple, right next to the eye on the bone, tapping gently one side or both sides, thinking about the issue. Now moving to under the eye. Think about the issue. Sometimes we vocalize it. So you might just say, I'm really stressed out about this. Under the nose, being present to the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, whatever you feel in your body. Under the mouth, right in that little crease above the chin, below the lip. You can say out loud again, I'm so stressed about this. We have three points left for the collarbone points. You can take all 10 fingers of both hands right below the little two bones of the collarbone, tapping gently, feeling the pain, the anxiety, being present to these thoughts. Two points left underneath the arm. It's three inches underneath the armpit, either side of the body. If somebody said something to you, see that movie, hear them saying it, 
If you're stressed about an upcoming project, think about it happening. The last point, right at the top of the head, right on the crown, tapping gently, being present to this stress, what you feel in your body. We'll do one more round. So that was the negative, focusing on what's going on. We could do a couple rounds of that. For the sake of time, we'll do one more round where we just go positive. So tapping on the eyebrow and repeat after me, either in your mind or out loud. It's safe to feel these feelings. Side of the eye. I acknowledge this stress. Under the eye and how it's slowing me down. Under the nose, it's safe to feel this stress. Under the mouth, and it's safe to begin to let it go. Collarbone, feeling strong and confident. Under the arm, relaxed in my body. Top of the head, letting go now. And you can take a gentle breath in. And let it go. And now we tune back in. So that was two very quick rounds of tapping. Usually we go a little longer. But now we check in on that number. So you can say, you know, my anxiety was an eight. And now it's a seven or a six or a five. And the tapping process already is just continuing that. We go, okay, what came up there? You know, sometimes you'll, you'll say, well, I'm angry at this person. And that's what it's all about. And you do a couple rounds of tapping. And then you realize, actually, that's not the issue. It's this. When we calm the body, when we acknowledge how we're feeling, you know, that's such a big part of this process that we're actually allowing ourselves to give a voice to our feelings, to our stress. And then we begin to let it go. That's when we get gain clarity as to what we want in our lives and what's really going on. Uh, you know, what I find particularly interesting about that. So I'm one of those people who's, who would, who would always say like, I'm, I'm bad at meditation because my mind wanders, right? And goes yeah, all over the yeah. place. That is honestly like the first time I've ever done a meditation where the tapping makes it, or at least for me, made it so like I couldn't go anywhere else. So it really brought me into it. Such a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, a lot of people do this before meditation if they have a practice because they find that it helps quiet it down and, and brings it into that space. And yeah, look, meditation is fantastic. I'm a fan. I think I call it, it's like a cousin to tapping. They're, they're siblings, they're best friends. But a lot of people struggle with it, especially, you know, our minds are so conditioned to go, go, go. It's tough to slow down. And it's also tough for people, you know, tapping is very outcome oriented, right? You start with, I'm anxious or I'm stressed and I'm trying to solve it and I'm focused on it and I'm acknowledging it. So it's almost a mix of a therapy session plus meditation, a little breathing, relaxation. And then from that place, you can also feel, that's why the rating scale is so great. Hey, I made progress, right? So many of us are outcome oriented and that's great. And I made progress. I was anxious at an eight. Now I'm anxious at a five or my pain went down or whatever happened. That's a positive outcome. That's a nice feedback loop for me to say, okay, I'm going to do this again tomorrow or later or whatever. Now you're, you're doing this with a lot of kids too, which I, to me is I have four children under the age of six. And I feel like this is, it's so hard to tell a kid how to meditate. And I, I mean, there are ways, right? But this seems <laughs> yeah. really uh, pragmatic. It is. Kids love it. It relaxes their body instantly. I didn't know you had four kids. I will send you a copy of our kids' book, um, Gorilla Thumps and Bear Hugs, where it's a, it's a kid's book that tells a little story, and we teach the points with animals. So, you know, the under the eye point, sorry, the side of the eye point is the super eagle eye point. And then we have the dragon fire point and the gorilla thump point. 
So we have all these animals in the book that helps the kids remember it, makes it fun for them. And yeah, I hear stories every day of parents that say, you know, my kid finally got to sleep or relax or uh, help them with their nightmares, their anxiety. You know, somebody, a kid comes home from school and is anxious about what happened that day. And again, this isn't like a knocking meditation or, you know, that one is, they're just different. Um, it's hard to say to a kid, well, let's meditate since you're anxious. You know, it's like, but it's much easier to say, let's talk about it. Tell me what happened. Let's tap while we do it and begin to calm the body down. There, I, I know that on your website it says find a practitioner, but I mean, what most people just do this themselves, right? Most people do this themselves. Um, you know, the day we're recording this is actually the day that we officially launched our tapping solution yeah. app to the world. I know I sent you uh, a link to it earlier this week. Uh, the app is designed, it's a free app to download on the App Store. Just iPhone right now, Android's coming out shortly. And uh, there's 10 free meditations in there that people can use instantly. Anywhere from 8 to 12 minutes for most of them. And it's designed to be there to help you during the day, to guide you through doing the tapping on your own. Practitioners are amazing when it comes to doing the deeper work. If there's childhood trauma, uh, if there's some deeper coaching that you're looking for, if you want that accountability. Uh, I've used practitioners in my life and they make a big difference. The app and that kind of daily work is, is your daily tune-up. It's like your daily meditation to let go of the things that you're struggling with. For you, Nick, what is like you've been doing this for a while now and, and you've obviously touched lots and lots of people. Like, so what's, what's the future look like with the company? I know the app is pretty new now, so that's obviously going to be a big part of it, but what, what are some of the plans for the future? Yeah, the great question. Um, it, I'm really going all in on the app because it, it does a couple things first. First off, just accessibility, right. For people around the world. Um, I was just looking right before we jumped on cause we launched it today and, you know, as we speak right now, I'm looking at my screen, people in 20 different countries are using the app. So Singapore, Mexico, India, Greece, Colombia, South Africa, Romania, it just blows my mind, right? That like in this moment, people are in there, they're getting help from around the world. The other thing the app does for us with that zero to 10 rating scale is lets us go a lot deeper with the research. And that's what we need now. You know, um, I think we've done a really nice job as a company of getting tapping out in what I'll call the self-help community in the, to the, you know, to that population. Now I'm interested in schools and veterans uh, administration hospitals and regular hospitals and, you know, the institutions of our lives right, where we lose track of the fact that, especially if we're, if we live in these self-help personal development worlds, most people don't, most people are, you know, in the regular world for lack of a better word for it. And if we can have interventions for them to make their lives better in those places, we can affect real change. I mentioned that, that government grant that we were applying for, for pain relief and opioid abuse. And, you know, this is not going to fix the opioid crisis, but if we can reduce pain by 10, 20, 30, 40, 50%, you know, or more, which we've seen, then we can start uh, breaking some of these patterns or at least be a complementary tool to the big challenges that society is facing. So for me now, it's the real big picture stuff. How do we, how do we hundred X our impact? I think we can do it. I think the app is a way to do it and to measure these results. And you know, Ari too, what's happening with technology and phones every single day. So amazing that now we can begin to hook up, you know, HRV heart rate variability sensors and get that data. We can begin to um, look at artificial intelligence and find ways to deliver 
exactly what somebody needs in that moment. So that's what I'm excited about. And, and what's the biggest challenge for you in the business right now? Biggest challenge is being patient, you know, because I want all this now. Um, it's, it's always been my challenge. I, I feel like, you know, everything's wide open. We just launched the app today, so we'll have to see, uh, you know, the model for it is that there's 10 free meditations. There's a whole category free for veterans and teachers, and that's, we're going to keep building on that, and that's going to remain free. And then there's, you know, about 100 other tapping processes right now that are available when you unlock the library. So uh, making that a model that works, that lets us continue to grow the business and advertise and uh, get the message out there. You know, I've been saying in this field for a long time, I probably said it for the first time 10 years ago, that I wanted someone in this field to make a billion dollars so I could see running commercials in the Super Bowl. And uh, I'm not saying it's me that has to make the billion dollars. I don't care who it is. But I saw the other day that, you know, I saw uh, an app running a commercial, an app for meditation on television because it's getting big enough. And that made me so excited. Like, look, on TV, there's a commercial about meditation. Like, now we're starting to make an impact where, you know, at least we have a little bit of a fight against the, the you know, the pharmaceutical companies running ads, the beer companies running ads, the car companies running ads. We're getting a little sliver of meditation in there. So the more we can do there and the more that uh, we can play a part in that, that's what I'm excited about. That's awesome. So what, uh, our last question is, what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? Yeah, great. Um, so number one is, and this goes against the grain a little bit, um, is to find your way to work, like to find what, what your personal strategies are. This is something I struggle with for a while. Um, you know, Tony Robbins was a big influence in my life. Uh, going way back. And I think it was 2001 when I attended his first UPW weekend event. Um, 15 years later, he's then become a friend. He's a big fan of tapping. He supported our foundation. So it's been such an exciting journey. But I remember for the first couple of years after attending those events, you get the information from him and you're inspired and you're motivated. And I was trying to live my life the way he lived his life. Like I was trying to plan the way he planned. And, and it's great to model people, but, but model and then take what you want and what works for you. So it took me a little while to figure out, hey, I'm not Tony Robbins and that's okay, right? He, he's, a, he's a beast into himself and that's okay. And to not beat yourself up if you don't wake up in the morning and have your perfect to-do list and perfect this and perfect that. Again, not saying don't model, but model and then take what works for you. I work differently. You know, my my calendar is really open. I don't like personally having a lot of things in the calendar. Some people like scheduling calls back to back for eight hours a day, and that's how they feel good about things. If you told me I had eight calls scheduled tomorrow, I would be very unhappy right now. Um, so find out what works for you. Like get in your groove. You might be an early bird. You might be a night owl. Be okay with all of that. Um, Okay, so that's one. That's the, that's the one big overarching one. The next one is related to tapping. Stress is everything. You're not more productive if you're not, like, if you're more stressed out. We have this, you know, we all say it like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. I'm overwhelmed. I'm this, I'm that. We try to define and justify ourselves by how busy you are and how stressed we are. The more stressed you are, the less creative you are. It's just, it's directly proportional. So when you think that it's good to be stressed, just know you're being less creative. You're being less resourceful. And tapping can really help 
you know, to change those patterns. And then the third one related to those patterns, especially when we're trying to affect change in our lives. You know, if you're listening to Ari's amazing podcast, it's because you're one of the 1% that is trying to affect change in their life, that's trying to be more productive to create what you want in your life. Just recognize that these things take time, that these are likely old patterns that you've been working with. So I didn't grow up. And, you know, Ari, when you and I were 10 years old or 15 years old, we weren't being told life hacks, right? We weren't, we weren't even told like how, how to learn. Like we were being told calc, like being taught calculus and trying to figure out what the heck was going on. There are no life applications in our traditional education. So knowing that this is new stuff for all of us. I mean, I'm, you know, I just turned 40 and, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, but that's new compared to the patterns that I built up as a child and as a young adult. So being easy on yourself, not beating yourself up, knowing these things take time, uh, trying different things, and then just stacking them on top of each other. Listening to this podcast right now is the best thing you can be doing for your life because you are putting new information in your brain. The more you do it, it's just guaranteed. Like the input and output is going to make a difference and just be patient with that happening. Well, those are fantastic. I mean, my gosh, thank you. And uh, I appreciate the kind words about the podcast. This happens to be the 350th episode of Lesson. You know, I was looking at it before and it's like, wow. Look, you know, Ari, if, if a person listening right now said, you know what? And there's something to be said too for just locking in on one thing because we can be so distracted. If they said, I'm going to listen to all 350 of these, just one after the other, and they don't have to do everything in there. They don't have to drive that. Don't be overwhelmed. Just pick what works for you. They listen to all 350. Their lives will change. And guess what? It's free. Right? It's like, boom, just put that input in and just keep stacking one on top of the other. Yeah. Um, and, and I couldn't agree more. So where should people go to find out more about the tapping solution? Yes. Yeah, so our main website is thetappingsolution.com. And uh, you can check things out there. And then if you go to the app store, just type in the tapping solution. The app is free to download. Right now, I think that's by far the easiest way to get started because there's 10 free meditations. It guides you through it all so you can have an experience you know, within five minutes and get tapping. Awesome. Uh, well, Nick, again, thank you so much and thank you for what you're doing for the world. Hey, thanks, Ari. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. At Less Doing, we help entrepreneurs who have opportunity in excess of what their infrastructure can support to set up systems and processes that empower a team to ultimately make themselves more replaceable. That way they can optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their businesses in order to be more effective. If you want to find out more about Less Doing, the podcast, the blog, the books, and all of the wonderful programs we offer to help you get from where you are to where you know you want to be, go to lessdoing.com slash podcast and check out our OAO blueprint so you can get started today.